Hey guys, Tin Man here. Welcome to another 10 Biscuit Reviews podcast. Don't forget to check the description for useful links or reach out on Twitter at 10 R or email 10 Reviews at gmail.com. Thank you. It means a lot to all of us. Without further ado, let's go on with the show. Nobia, you're not early or late. You're right on time. Hello? Hello. Hi. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing all right. I'm ready to talk about this. Yeah, me too. This is, I think this is going to be a good one. I'm going to preface this entire thing by saying I watched probably 10 YouTube videos and I read like a bunch of articles on this, right? And it still doesn't fully make sense to me um, because Uh, they, (laughs) they all use like the same lingo, the same jargon, and it doesn't no one that I found ever explains what they mean when they say like ancestor simulations. So I'm like, I'm guessing that means like ancient civilizations. <laughs> and I mean, I was, I, I, so that's, that's where I'm at. I, I vaguely understand this, yeah. but I'm not a hundred, I'm not as well versed on this as I was say the missing 411 cases. Let's put it that way. Okay, well, I'll try and break it down for you okay. as much as I can. So I think that the the most popular theory that you're talking about is the theory, I guess it's technically a trilemma. <laughs> we'll yes. get into that. That's yes. uh, proposed by Nick Bostrom. So um, it that's like, the one I think that had that I found the most information on, and it's the one that's the most prevalent. Okay. Um. So that's the one I did the most research on, and so like I said, I'll I'll try and break it down for you, okay. <laughs> from like what my understanding of it is. Um. So I guess maybe we should start off by just talking about generally w- what the simulation argument is. Okay. Do you? Yeah, let's. You, you we're good. <laughs> okay, so yeah, basically the simulation argument. Keep in mind, like I said, I don't fully understand this, so this is my interpretation of of the hypothesis, is that, um, like Biscuit said, there's there's the trilemma, so there's three points that one of them has to be true, right? Is that is that correct? Yeah, well, I guess maybe even more basic, like even more basic than that. I mean, okay. I think that when well, you when you talk about okay. the simulation argument, okay, it's basically you okay. Get what I'm so, saying? so <laughs> the the ba- the most basic way I can put it is like we're living in a computer game. Yes, <laughs> is that our lives are being simulated by some higher intelligence being, um, and. There's everything from us waking up to us showering, everything, everything about our lives, everything that happens to us, everything is being simulated. Um, Yes. That's the most basic understanding of it. Yeah. Nothing's real. We're essentially living in a a highly advanced, like, computer program, (laughs) essentially. Yeah. So that's kind of like... I guess the basis of any sort of simulation argument that you look at. Right. And 
there are a couple of big names, I guess, that have kind of given their two cents on the simulation argument mm-hmm. um, in in like recent history, present day. Yeah. Um, what's interesting, and I don't know if you saw this in your research, but kind of the idea that the re- the world as we know it isn't like the real world is kind of like an it, it dates really far back. <laughs> Um, I can't remember what was like, what the first mentioning of it was, but Um, just, I mean, obviously not like the idea of being inside of a computer program because computers are more recent, but just the idea that the world we live in may not. Yeah. 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 Like for fours says, um, someone, one YouTube video I was watching said that it was like Galileo era like that time period um yeah that was when people first started to kind of question reality i guess and um oh that's kind of weird to think about honestly but yeah there's there's also mention of a buddhist text describing like infinite realms i guess which kind of kind of parallels like you know, the idea that if we're inside of a computer program, there could be infinite simulations. Right. <laughs> like we're one of many simulations or one of many realms. Uh, right. So we have uh, someone in chat, Fors, who said it dates back to ancient Greek philosophers. Yes. So like this this idea in essence isn't new, I guess, right? It's been around right. for a long time, ever since humans have been questioning like, you know what what is life why are we here like what's the purpose this idea right. of you know living in some sort of simulation or or alternate reality i guess has existed which which is really interesting to me because i didn't i wasn't aware of that i got to tell you um doing my research on this it's kind of creepy to think about um that this might all be fake and this might all be a simulation <laughs> Um, it's really creepy to think about. And not only that, I was thinking about it that if let's let's say that this simulation theory is true, okay, mm-hmm. um, then that also gives credence to uh, a multiverse of sorts, like you said, that there could be infinite yeah. uh, universes that are all playing out differently and stuff. Um, it also gives credence to the fact or the idea that there's some sort of a higher being whether that's aliens or a god or something um something's more advanced than we are and it, that's it's just an interesting thing to <laughs> to think about yeah one of one of the parts of this theory that i find the most interesting and we would we, we'll kind of dive into it when we talk about um the trilemma um is that so if you take this idea of a higher power, right, mm-hmm. you, you have to, I guess, assume that the higher power is like us, right? Okay. So like, I don't, I don't know why, why would this higher power be, well, I don't know, I don't even know if you could call it a higher power. I mean, I, I think in, in the, in the argument uh it's called like a post-human society 
Um, yeah. Is it is that the right term? Something like that. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just is it is it? I guess if you're talking about someone with that level of power, a, a civilization or an entity with the computing power to run a simulation like we could potentially be living in right now, <laughs> then you could almost consider them a god, right? Right. The The level of technology would be crazy. It, it would be in, incomprehensible for for us. Yeah. It would be incomprehensible. And that's, I mean, when I say a god or an alien or something, you know, something like that, like, I don't mean like what we typically think of as those things. I mean, something that's just so far and above advanced in a knowledge that we can't comprehend even probably their being um yeah much less what they're doing with their knowledge yeah one uh one thing i was watching had a really great analogy so when you're thinking about you know we we like to think we would we could or would understand what this being with higher intelligence would be trying to do by making this a simulation like this mm-hmm. but in reality it's it's like comparing ants to humans right mm-hmm. so the comparison was you know you've got an ant who sees an amusement park right mm-hmm. an ant wants to know what's going on and so if a human were to try to explain to an ant you know the concept of you know leisure time and like having fun and like all these other things that a human would do at an amusement park like an ant being an ant like an ant living in ant world isn't going to be able to understand what or grasp what those concepts even mean right Right. so i feel like it's kind of the same if there is this this being or entity or civilization with that much knowledge it's kind of the same thing right would we even be able to comprehend what what the reasoning behind this would be probably not um yeah. somebody in my chat digstown says uh simulations are made for two things experimental or entertainment mm-hmm. and that makes sense and that's really creepy to think about if someone's <laughs> out there like oh you know what i just want to see like <laughs> I, I just want to see what happens if i do this in this simulation and you know like that's really no no i'll pass i'll pass on that yeah, I mean, the, the entertainment aspect is interesting. I think the educational aspect is maybe more in line with the actual proposed theory, mm-hmm. sort of the, the ancestor-like simulation, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So, so let me ask you this, all right? So, you, you, we, okay, so we talked about how there's a lot of big names. Well, not a lot of big names. I mean, there probably is some a lot of big names. But... One that pops up most uh, most um, prominently is Elon Musk. Um, also, Neil, oh, De- yeah. Neil deGrasse Tyson has talked about the simulation <laughs> theory. So yeah. these aren't, and like, there's a bunch of professors and like physicists and you know, high level intelligent people that are subscribing to this theory. And so it isn't like it's some random nut job from Georgia, like the Time Cube. Um, yeah, <laughs> but uh, it so that's that's part of it that is interesting to me, and and then you 
they have them presenting these ideas that life is a simulation and these are the, the trilemmas and um one second and these are the Thanks, <laughs> um, so they have the, you have they have, you have these high level intelligent people presenting this this idea of the simulation theory, and people are discred like they're they're trying they're trying their absolute best to like discredit it right, and you have yeah. people like you and me you know everyday people that are not believing in it or you know not necessarily you and me but people like us that aren't believing in mm -hmm. it and i wonder how much of it is they don't believe in it because they think it's an insane theory and how much of them don't believe in it because it's really creepy to think about that someone's watching you at all times or your entire life could be a lie i mean i think it's maybe a little bit of both um i don't know I mean, there there are quite a number of pretty like prolific scientists and uh, you know other people who who do kind of you know think that there may be some kind you know uh, something to this theory, I guess. But then there are also a lot of scientists and other people who disagree with it. So like, it's very to me when I was looking at it it's very polarized like there are a lot of people who are like yeah like this this could actually be a thing and then there are other people who are like this is like the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard <laughs> yeah but I mean I think yeah I think that both sides kind of have a um a claim to it like mm -hmm. a claim to their ideas because when you first hear about it and you read the trilemma it seems ridiculous that especially the second one which we'll get into in a little bit probably when we describe when we talk about the actual trilemma but like the second quote-unquote rule or you know whatever you want to call it um is insane to me that it, it's it just doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense why that would be a thing i guess so do you want to get into the trilemma since we've talked about it a little bit and we Yeah. Can... Okay. Yeah, <laughs> sure. So um basically the trilemma was proposed by Nick Fostrom. So basically he calls this the simulation argument because he he's essentially just proposing these three um these three points that that make up the argument, but he's not he's not saying, you know, one way or another that we are living in a simulation or we aren't. This is just kind of what he sees as, you know, um, I guess items with high possibility, and it could be any one of these three things. Right, but he says so, one of them has to be right. Like, yeah. Or it's not has to be, it's almost certain that yeah. one of these is accurate yep so the first one is that um all human-like civilizations in the universe go extinct before they even develop a technology capable of you know creating these simulated realities 
So in that case, it, he's saying that it, it would be impossible for us to be living in a simulation because it's not realistic to think that any, civil, any civilization would, I guess, get far enough in their right. technological advancements to even run a simulation. Right. So that's point number one for why we may not be living in a, civil, in a simulation. Um, then there's point number two. Uh, if there are civilizations who do reach the, the point of technolo technological advancement to where they could run a simulation, um, then none of them will even bother to run a simulation, meaning that why what would be the reason for them to run a simulation like this? Why would they bother doing that? Right. My cat. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> um, and then give me one minute. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> I'll just keep going. Eddie. Ah. <laughs> ah. So. Sorry, cat oh, problems. Fine. You're fine. <laughs> Um, and then did you want to talk about the third one? Yeah. So the third one is the, f it basically is that it's a simulation. Like it's, yeah. <laughs> we're living in a simulation at this point, at this point in time, at this moment, at this exact moment, we are in a simulation. Um, now I do want to bring up Diggs, Diggs sound says, uh, that's an ignorant point of view to the first one, the first point, uh, it's an ignorant point of view to think no other being is that far advanced because we aren't. Well, that's that's the point of the point or of the first trial point of the trilemma is that it's human civilizations will not reach the technological advancement to achieve creating a simulation. It's not that no one out there is because I have my own thoughts on aliens and higher powers and all that stuff. But it's not that no one out there is. It's that human civilizations will not reach that and they will go extinct before reaching that point so yeah and actually digs there's um there's kind of like a companion theory i guess that kind of talks about th that exact question is if there are other advanced civilizations why haven't we ever seen them um, and I can find the link and post it, but, um, I forgot what the actual theory is called. Well, Bia, that's a good point. And that's the second, uh, point right there. She says, why would people want to see the pain we are all going through or the struggles? That's the whole point yeah. of the second point is that, that people are there, there are civilizations out there, or they will develop the technology to create a simulation but they choose not to for moral reasons usually is the the point given um you know it's like it's a morality thing like why would i want to put these people through these struggles because i have a bigger heart than that kind of thing and that's that's point two um and then like i said point three is just that yeah we're living in a simulation this yeah simulation. and that's that's where like the i guess the ancestor simulation part comes in where 
why why would an advanced civilization want to run assuming that assuming that this is uh, a post post-human society right mm. why would why would these advanced humans want to run a simulation of essentially their ancestors right if they've reached a point to uh this you know technological peak <laughs> Why, why would they run simulations of their past ancestors? Um, and that's, I don't know. It's, again, but again, would, would we, uh, you know, assume that we would have the answer to that? I mean, we can guess as to why or why they wouldn't, right. but we don't actually know what their reasoning could or would be. See, I think it would make sense to to run a simulation that probably speaks about my mor morals as a person but it would make sense to me if i were if i were a hyper intelligent uh advanced life form that had the technology to run a simulation of my ancestors i think that it makes sense to do so because even we as the humans that we are the knowledge that we have we are still very fascinated with our past um we're very fascinated with how people of olden times lived and how they how they lived their everyday lives you know we're always we have uh archaeologists out there looking through dig sites finding tools and you know tables and everything so it, it to me it makes sense why an advanced civilization would run a simula simulation but that's just my thought yeah i mean i guess there there are applicable reasons from a i, I don't know from a knowledge standpoint from a like anthropology sort of standpoint hmm. but just the i don't know but then when you start to venture into that you know, idea if they're running a simulation, what if they're running one simulation? If yeah. our if our life as we know it is one simulation, the point of running simulations is to gather data and knowledge, right? Mm -hmm. Which means that there would be not only our world and simulation, but multiple, multiple like other worlds and simulations, which I guess rounds back around the idea of like multiple like realities i guess okay. <laughs> which is which is if, if you assume all of that to be true right just the idea that there are multiple other realities or simulations happening with people like us or maybe people not like us mm -hmm. happening is is like a lot to take in exactly clockwork <laughs> exactly that they watch us so that what is the old saying? History repeats itself, right? Right? They watch us do not make the same mistakes. Yeah, I I can see that. Creepy. I'm I'm just saying it's creepy. It's creepy. It's a creepy theory. I don't like it. So it's like data gathering. Yeah. It's that's exactly but what I, it is. But I don't know. Like again, it just seems like for a civilization to be that advanced uh, what 
would they need I don't know just I don't know it's hard for me to get past the concept of them needing the simulations because then you're talking about humans or people that are still like us like mm -hmm. there are still wars politics I don't know everything that's bad in the world that they're trying to learn from all of these simulations yet they have this like uncomprehensible incomprehensible like technological power it's kind of like two it's like this dichotomy of like super ultimate technological power yet they're still essentially humans and they they need to be careful not to learn you know to learn from their past mistakes i, I don't know they, those two seem opposed to me but maybe they're or, maybe they're more similar than i or think or they run simulations to see how things would turn out just just to see how things like you're seeing the movie war games with matthew broderick yeah i just watched that the other day <laughs> good movie great movie yeah, good. um 10 out of 10 i love it it's one of my favorites anyways so he plays so that good. game global thermonuclear war and it's a it's a simulation right it's a simulation to see how world war three would turn out essentially um and you know what did we learn at the end of the movie the only way to win is to not play right so they run these simulations to see you know what would happen if i don't know life as we know it ceased to exist if we all if they didn't like if they don't interfere in these simulations to guide us you know through our lives and stuff see what kind of decisions we make that lead to our ends and mm -hmm. it's just just like it could just be for entertainment purposes like well let's just see how this turns out like like let's just just keep the camera rolling we'll just see how this how this plays out let's just yeah yeah Hello? Hello? Decline, thank you so much for the sub for 13 months in a row. How are you? Welcome to the stream. We were talking about the simulation argument. That we are. So, <laughs> okay, so we have the three of the trilemma, right? Yes. We have the trilemma. <clears throat> We've talked yes. about people that have spoken out in favor of it. Have yeah. you looked into the people that speak against it? So I did. Okay. Uh, there were a few. Uh, I saw a few scientists quoted. To be honest with you, as I was reading it, it was a little bit more dense <laughs> than I was able to like absorb. It, it got kind of nitpicky into some of the um like intrinsic contradictions within uh Bostrom's tri trilemma mm -hmm. and so it was it was definitely a little bit difficult for me to follow but I think for some of them the argument was uh more uh had to do more with like well, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not going to talk about talk about it too much until I look it up because I don't want to misspeak on this. I don't know if you found anything specifically that you want to speak to. Um, I just like you. Okay, so here's the issue with the people that there are speaking out in in like 
against it is that they don't really make any good points. Um, like we have Neil, I have a quote from Neil deGrasse Tyson right here. He says, uh, says it. Okay. Okay. Let me, let me back up a little bit. So, okay. um, <laughs> they have found like mathematical code in the fabric of the universe, basically. Like, did you see that? Yeah. So it's basically the fact that our entire world is made up of information. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So Neil deGrasse Tyson talking on that, he says, you know, if you're finding IT solutions to your problems, maybe it's just the fad of the moment. Uh, kind of like if you're a hammer, every problem looks like a nail. And that doesn't like, that doesn't discredit anything that is being said about the uh, simulation hypothesis. It's just like, well, maybe you're just looking for the answer. Like you're, you're looking for the answer. So you're going to find the answer kind of thing, but it doesn't like yeah. discredit anything that's been put forth as these, these are what I, this is what I think prove me wrong. You know, it's just like, well, mm -hmm. you're just looking for the answer and you're going to find one. So yeah, like you said, well, it's, it's super nitpicky. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And just to reiterate, so, uh, Nick Bostrom's trilemma again isn't isn't saying that life is or isn't a simulation. It's mm -hmm. just kind of proposing these three, I guess, points and counterpoints, saying that one has to be right. right. So I can't remember exactly what he what side he leaned more towards. I think he actually leaned more towards um what was it? Was it number two? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, the fact that we aren't living in a simulation, or no, the fact, I can't remember which one it is, to be honest, but but basically, he's leaning more towards one than the others, but still said, you know, I can't prove for certain that these other points are or are not correct, right? Right. So... So in general, he's kind of like up in the air and just, you know, posing these points. But I guess kind of to your point, Tin Man, I do, I do remember one of the counterpoints to this argument. Basically, someone saying, you know, the idea, uh, I guess, focusing more on the idea of a higher power, mm -hmm. right? So, you know, someone was saying, this is like any any religion or, or anyone who believes in this like higher power or godlike being, you're simply replacing, you know, what is more of a, a spiritual um, being or concept and replacing it with, you know, this either, you know, post-human civilization or um, kind of like ultra advanced technological advancement concept mm -hmm. right so you know saying that we live in a simulation created by someone or something is almost you know going back to the argument of oh well you know there is a spiritual being there's a higher power that created us right i mean they're kind of you know they're essentially the same almost the same concept right that we were created there there is a creator um, and so it was an in an interesting thought, um, you know, and, and there are people who, I guess, you know, scientists specifically who 
I don't know, just don't don't agree with that general concept. So, right. Yeah, and I think like that goes like I said. I think that goes back to uh, maybe they're just scared of it being true. You know, um, like you said, you think it's a little bit of both that it's a wacky theory, and but it's also kind of scary to think about that. You know, what if all of this is fake and none of it matters? You know. Um, and so it's just, I don't know. It's the, they like, you know, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say now. (laughs) It's there's, there are a lot of facets to this theory. Um, whether, whether you're trying to like dig into the actual argument or whether you're talking about you know, the, the people who try to refute this, this sort of, uh, theory or argument. Um, it's just, it's, there's just a lot to it. <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, there's also the idea that, um, you know, in the future, uh, if we were to achieve the intelligence and technological advancement needed to run simulations is that we would, excuse me we would um put essentially all of our minds into an ai and we would no longer be really human we would just be an ai thought you know a a computer essentially um yeah and then that would be enough to run the simulation of us which isn't necessarily a new concept uh the movie weird science they basically built a girl out of a computer you know i mean it's not the exact same but yeah essentially (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's essentially the same thing essentially when you break it down but it's not the exact same yeah but i don't know yeah, I mean, it, you know, if you if you start kind of dissecting out the the trilemma, I mean, speaking out speaking about computers that you know have the computing power or capacity to mimic human consciousness. Um, I mean, there are people who say, you know, if if our current advancements continue down the same path without any hindrance i mean we could conceivably end up at that point right um now again that's just that's you know uh nothing set in stone right but right um, but there are people who so it's possible do you do you watch uh rick and morty Yes, I have didn't you, watch the most recent season. But have I you saw seen the, first two. the episode where they're in a simulation? Where those those like bug people or whatever they uh they like simulate his life in the town and everything, and then yes, yeah. So there's yeah. like that's that's really interesting to me because they put him like in a simulation within a simulation within a simulation right yes and the so i was thinking about this today all right um 
what if okay let, let's let's say we are in a simulation uh yes digs i did see the one where he makes a mini verse to power his car um, <laughs> that's another point though because that's what i was going to bring that up um because he could or if you if you say we're in a simulation right you have to think then that our creators would not want us to get so far te technologically advanced to be able to run our own simulations because then we might figure out that we are in a simulation. Does that make sense? It does. Uh, sort of, but I feel like becoming advanced enough to make our own simulation doesn't necessarily mean that we would realize that we are a simulation but i don't think those two go quite hand in hand i okay but if you're if you're able to create a simulation you know to look for those codes that strings of ones and zeros binary that you would use to create said simulation probably you'd probably find that stuff in other facets of life as well I would assume, I don't know, I'm not a scientist or a physicist or <laughs> anything, but I would assume that you would be able to recognize though that binary code in other facets of life other than just the simulation that you're creating. That's what I think. Well, but who knows? I guess you you would have to assume that that the simulation becomes yeah, that becomes as advanced as the simulators, the simulate Tees? Wait, <laughs> as the people Our running creators. the simulation. <laughs> the creators. Now there, there is a nested uh, simulation theory, mm -hmm. uh, which I didn't get too far into, but I think that it coincides with Nick Bostrom's trilemma. So okay. I don't know exactly what the the nested realities theory is that maybe it may touch on some of the stuff that you're talking about okay i'll have to look it up i did not find that but that's probably my own fault um well maybe i can pull up something brief uh, <laughs> when you when you start looking at these theories it's hard to find like a very condensed and concise explanation of what you're looking at so like i don't know if uh Let's see. Yeah, because like I said, I watched like 15 YouTube videos today on it. And I even watched a TED Talks from some dude that was like, he's like, I'm going to explain to you why you're living in a simulation. And then like one of the first things out of his mouth was, if you light your house on fire right now and it burns down, you're not living in a simulation. And I was like, wait a minute, what? How did we get? How did we wait, get? Wait, stuff, stuff in The Sims catches on fire you can catch stuff on fire all the time i know that's what i did i didn't <laughs> stuff burns down. i didn't understand like why that was that was that was the key right there if if your house burns down uh it's not a simulation like couldn't if we are giving if we are giving power to the fact the idea that they are advanced hyper advanced hyper intelligent higher powers they can't simulate a, a house burning down <laughs> like that's that's well, that's the one that stops it well i think that 
just because we are a simulation doesn't mean that we're being like monitored one-on-one, right? So when you talk about simulations in a very like general sense where the simulation is for data gathering purposes, kind of like what we were talking about earlier is, you know, if someone is running the simulation, what if it's to learn from past mistakes or go through multiple scenarios to see what the best outcome is, mm-hmm. then then a com- like a computer today can go through, you know, millions of scenarios in a matter of minutes or whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. And come up, spit out data related to those simulations. But yeah. just because those simulations are being run doesn't mean that someone is like, sitting there and watching it all happen, right? It's going like at a, at a super fast speed. Right. So I, I don't know. I mean, that could be, right? Sure. I don't know. I don't know. Did you find anything on the, uh, the theory that you were looking, you were talking about? The nested theory? Not yeah. really. I don't think it's quite what you were talking about. I think it's more, um, it's basically a theory that exists within the theory that we are a simulation. Um, so it's talking about a nested file structure um, where it's got like the universe as like the highest file. And then you go down to like galaxy and then star system and then, you know, planet continent like so basically it's like nested elements within a computer program so i don't think it's quite what you were talking about i don't think sort of the reality within a reality within a reality is something a little bit different i get it i understand yeah um is there anything else that you would like to touch on um you know i don't know i i i want to hear your thoughts (laughs) What what do you think about the simulation hypothesis theory argument? Oh god. Um I I lean more towards the we are not in a simulation theory. So point one of the trilemma. Yes. Okay. What what do you think? Um <laughs> I I tend to lean more towards the first. Um but that being said, I could also see a like I can I can understand the thought process behind the second one. Um, I don't really believe in the third one that we are in a simulation. Um, yeah, but I can definitely see I, I can definitely picture the second one that if they were they might not run it. Or if they were advanced enough, they might not run the simulation. I can mm-hmm. I can understand that thought, um, but I yeah. tend to lean more towards the first one. I would agree. I'm I'm more in the realm of number one or number two. Which um, really sucks because you know that just means that our lives are shit. <laughs> I mean, not necessarily. Not necessarily. I think that it. I think that. Either way, whether you're talking about life being a simulation or us actually living this life, like we exist and we're real, I don't know, 
the the concept of being real mm. seems like kind of weird in the context of this of this conversation um but i guess yeah i don't know what whether we're a simulation or real i think either theory kind of opens up into like weird and crazy possibilities right yeah because sure. um, if if you you know if there are things that you might be able to explain about our current reality with a simulation theory if it turns out we're not in a simulation and we're in the real world then that's then there's crazy cool stuff happening and existing within our world and universe and galaxy and that's also really cool too right and also i mean <laughs> so, i don't know it's nice to know that there's not some all-powerful being out there that's making, you know, all these people suffer, you know, just for their own entertainment and stuff. And it's like, I guess, I guess it's like a good way to think about it, that someone's not out there being malicious about it. It's just part of life, you know, which is beauty in itself, but at least it's yeah, not I mean, one person I... doing it. <laughs> I think some people would argue against that. I think that some people would like to feel like there is some higher uh, power responsible for things. And then there are some people who would like to think that there isn't and that you know, the universe is a series of uh, happenstances, I guess. Probably. Both of those give comfort to two different kinds of people. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so, That's accurate. Um, I, I would be really interested in kind of, I guess, opening it up to chat to see if anyone has any questions or any like other interesting tidbits, uh, facts, or um, just anything you guys want to know about yes. the theory based on our limited knowledge. But <laughs> um I don't know. Is there anything that you guys are interested in, want to know, or want to talk about in terms of the simulation theory? Ichiban Death says, billions to one chance this is not a simulation. Wait, a what to what chance? A billion to one chance this is not a simulation. How is it? How, what, are the, what are the odds? I would, I what, would be how interested. How are those odds calculated? <laughs> I would be interested to know what you, what, why you think that way. Um, how advanced do they do we think we really are uh well we're humans and we're very pompous so we probably think that we're really advanced um <laughs> i actually believe that we are as a whole i think that humans are more advanced um more advanced than the government and powers that be let on that we are um, but that's just my personal opinion. So Ichi says, Elon Musk is quoted saying as such. I tend to agree with him. Elon Musk, he did say that. You're correct. But Wait, that it's a billion and one chance? Billion to one chance. This is not a simulation. So Elon Musk is saying that we, like, we are definitely in a simulation, basically. Um, Elon Musk did say that. However, Elon Musk is also eccentric as hell. Um, and yeah. <laughs> he also doesn't like I don't know. He he kind of when he talks about the the simulation theory from what I've seen of it he's not really like 
talking about it like a Neil deGrasse Tyson would or some of the other plays, things that I watched, it's like he's kind of like joking around. You know, not that he's like joking about the theory, it's that he's like having fun with it. And so it's kind of hard to take him serious, at least in my opinion, personally. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like the most of the uh, other people I read about talk about the simulation argument are mm. more like, well, it could happen. It, it couldn't happen. Like, no one really knows for sure, but here are some, like, points for it, maybe. Um, whereas Elon Musk is just, like, very, like, yes, we are definitely living in a, like a simulated right. reality right and it's not to say that he's wrong it's just no, no. i wish he would like explain it more because like i watched an yeah. interview with him and he's like he's like yeah he said billion one chances is not a simulation and then he wanted to went on to say it got to the point where me and my brother had to have rules about when we could talk about it okay well what does that mean like what is your brother saying that you are disagreeing with in reference to the simulation theory I don't know. I just wanted more from what he was saying, and I'm not getting it. That's my problem. Yeah. So, um, Clock brought up an interesting fact, um, and I did read into this a little bit, um, but basically the concept of, you know, is there is there a way to test that we're not in a simulation? So his example was, you know, if he's in a dream and he wakes up, there are things that he can do to test to make sure that he's not still dreaming, right? Mm. But when you talk about, I guess, testing whether or not our life is a simulation, it gets a little trickier, obviously, right? right. But so there, there actually was a, there's a group of scientists who wanted to try and prove that, I guess, for sure that this was or was not a simulation. And they actually went on Kickstarter and got funded for their project. Yeah. I don't know what happened to it. I don't know either. Uh, I, I don't saw know that the status and I was like, I want to see the results, but yeah, I didn't see the results. But I guess the the you know comment to to round that conversation up is, you know, do we actually want to know if we're living in a simulation or not, and if we are living in a simulation and have definite proof that we are in a simulation, what happens to us? Like, does our simulation get cut off? Do we cease to exist or do we keep functioning within a simulation? Like oh, there are so many implications to knowing whether or not like we are or, or are not in a simulation. It's I guess like, maybe more that if we are in a simulation. No, it's it's there. like Windows. They're going to use a restore point and restore us to an earlier date when we don't know that we're in a simulation. Right, yeah. Just roll um, us back. <laughs> but Ichi, Ichi says uh, any test results would be simulated if they try to test, which is an interesting theory. Like, so how much of our lives is simulated? Is, you know, our blood and our bodies and everything that, like, everything simulated? Because you see it in movies, like, oh, this is a simulation, you know, like, they can do fantastical things in this simulation, you know, um, like the Matrix. It's a simulation, basically, right? So, they have, like, superhuman abilities, pretty much. I mean, obviously, they're not superhuman. You know what I'm saying. Um, yes. So, like, or you see it often in, like, science fiction movies with, like, a computer-generated AI that it's, like... It's like a hologram 
you know, nothing's like tangible. But if they don't want to let on that we're in a simulation, they're going to simulate it to be as real as possible. So there's really no, mm-hmm. there's really no way to test if we're in a simulation because any test results, as H.E. Bond Death would or said, they would be simulated. Right, exactly. And that's, that's something that was also discussed around the theory. And something interesting on that point was the concept of only being able to see what we need to see at specific times. Right. Did you did you get into that at all? Um, I did not with this, but I've read that theory um, in the past. Kind of like yeah. uh, view distance in video games, right? Yeah. Like it doesn't yeah. load anything past what you can see mm-hmm. uh, at any time. Right, yeah. So the example given was, you know, looking looking at Mars. Right. If you look at it, if you looked at it a hundred years ago, you know, it was a, a blip in the sky. But as our technology has advanced, when we look through a telescope, you know, we're gonna see a, a you know enhanced version of Mars, I guess. But right. if this was a simulation, Mars would only just ever be that blip in the sky until we went to go look at it through a telescope. And in at which case it would load, it <laughs> would load right. a different view of Mars. And so that you could apply that to anything. So when you're looking at things under a microscope or you, you know, you get a cut on your body, you know, maybe the inside of your body is just never there until you cut it and then it loads. <laughs> right. So it's, uh, it's really interesting. <laughs> Which, I mean, it does make sense. Have you ever cut yourself so cleanly that it doesn't bleed right away? Yes. Yeah, like, maybe... The it's blood is loading. Yeah, right, maybe it's... <laughs> the, the, or you, you cut yourself so cleanly that you don't feel it right away. Like, the, the sensation is loading. It's, it's a loading bar. Sorry, guys. Hang on. One second. So, but, I don't know. Yeah. It's... it's... I don't know, but then you think about well, okay, if you're you're a living human being, you know, you experience these emotions and and feelings, uh, things you can feel things happening in your body, and and it's just like uh, if you, the trying to like realize that that all could just be a simulation. I don't know. If you think about it too hard, things start to happen. I wouldn't creepy. suggest thinking about it too much, but really creepy. Yeah. Um, oh, and then one other thing. So I, th- I think it was was it Diggs uh, asking about the other advanced civilizations, where if they exist, why haven't we seen them? Um, was that Diggs? Probably. Sounds like okay. Well, would say. anyway, but I, it doesn't matter who it is. This is <laughs> this is an interesting link. So this site is really cool. It's um. Uh, uh, content producer on YouTube, I guess, uh, okay. content creator, but they have a lot of anime, uh, different theories and ideas and paradoxes, arguments, whatever. So kind of talking about, uh, you know, touching on the advanced civilization concept. Mm-hmm. Um, this is kind of like a parallel to that, but, you know, I guess an- answering the question or attempting to answer the question if there are advanced civilizations, why haven't we seen them or are been we? in contact with them? 
So if anyone is interested in that, you can check that out. They also have a video about the um, simulation argument. Right. So I found it pretty I interesting. I actually did watch that video or that um, channel's uh, video on the simulation theory. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was really I good. But like yeah, I said, they, they, they all use the same jargon and I couldn't understand half of it. <laughs> so I was like, dude, they I don't do. get it. Yeah, you need a, a little, uh, some more information to supplement the video probably, but it does a good job of sort of like breaking the theory out into different like bite-sized pieces. Right. So once you kind of are generally familiar with the jargon, I thought the the video was pretty good. Yeah. So, I don't know. But they have, they have videos on like consciousness and loneliness and, you know, I don't know, string theory and, you know, I don't know, all these other things. So black holes. um, So I don't know. It's interesting. Check it out if you want. But you know, the government uh, has the ability to make black holes. Really? Like scientists have the ability to make like a a tiny black hole. I feel like maybe I read that somewhere, but that's also really frightening. (laughs) It's it's super. Well, here. Okay. So they're making these black holes and they're too small to stay stable so they just keep collapsing in on themselves but the fact that we have the ability to make a black hole in a lab is terrifying because what's going to happen the one day that it is stable enough to survive and it starts Uh, just devouring stuff i don't know whatever no that's what we do that's what our government does that and you know find out if shrimps can run on treadmills well, maybe uh, we can call to um, to solve our increasing uh, garbage, increasingly our growing garbage problem. Yeah. I don't know. I totally botched that. You know what I'm saying. I got you. <laughs> we have a garbage problem. It's in the oceans, guys. Where well, is our garbage black can, hole to just dump everything in? The shrimp. <laughs> the on the treadmills yeah. to clean the ocean. Yeah. Have you ever seen that video? <laughs> no, I haven't. It's really creepy. <laughs> but it's awesome. The, is it actually shrimp on treadmills? Yeah, I swear to God. I'll find it for you. I'll post it real quick. Hang on. Oh, there it is. It's in my shirt history. There we go. Clock says, for all we know, the government does, has had contact with aliens or other civilizations. That is true, Clock. I mean, that gets into a whole other wing of conspiracy theories, uh, namely around the government, and those are pretty prevalent. <laughs> So I guess I wouldn't put it past I wouldn't put it past the government. Yeah, that kind they, of thing. They spent three million on an experiment <laughs> to see if a shrimp could run on a treadmill, and it cost them fifty bucks to make the treadmill. So watch that when in your free time, it's great. Okay, I kind of want to watch it. Oh, I'll, I'll watch it after. I'll watch it's great. It after That's fine. I know I watch. Spoiler it alert: It does run on the treadmill. Oh my gosh! Well, why wouldn't it? I don't. I don't know why you. I mean, I, need I feel to like what's what are they trying to prove? That shrimps can run on treadmills, I guess, and they got three million dollar <laughs> grant to do it. Um. Anyways, back on topic. Do you have anything else about <laughs> about the simulation hypothesis? No, I don't. Uh, I don't have anything. I, uh, you know, I guess. No, I don't. I guess we'll just kind of wrap it up with what I already said. You know, 
whether or not we're in a simulation, I don't know. Ultimately, does it actually matter? Not really. Uh, I mean, things are just going to keep happening like they were happening. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. I guess that's just kind of it. Yeah. Well, I guess, yeah, yeah. That's about it, yeah. I mean, nothing's going to change. <laughs> we wouldn't know. We won't know if it's a simulation. So there's not really any point to continue talking about it. Yeah, life, really life will continue. Yeah, it, it would be interesting to expand on the idea of if if people find out that we lived in a simulation, what would what would actually be the outcome of it? Uh, maybe not a discussion for tonight, but something come back to, to think about. Yeah. <laughs> Another night, maybe. But yeah, though, no, that's all I got about the simulation theory. Um, I guess, you know, to to everyone in chat, we're always looking for ideas on for our ideas. next topic. Uh, whether, you know, we started out doing conspiracy theories and now we're kind of, uh, you know, I guess diverging into theories and arguments. Uh, <laughs> so kind of like hypotheses yeah so kind of anything under the sun of like conspiracy or like what is life what do things mean right i, I don't know we're, we're trying to answer questions here <laughs> well, we're doing so. we're doing okay we're doing all right so if you got any ideas <laughs> uh either let me uh or biscuit know um you can use her discord my discord uh trailblazer discord we're both in on Twitter at 10 biscuit R uh, there's the email and man or 10 biscuit reviews at gmail.com. Um, that's it. That's all I got. Yep. But right, we'll thank you guys so much. Two weeks. Uh, so get your yeah, ideas in and we'll, uh, yes. we'll take a look at looking into them. Yep. Awesome. Well, thank you guys. Thank you, Tin man. It thank was you, awesome as always. Yep. And uh, I hope that you have a good night. Thanks, you too. Bye. Bye. This has been another Tin Biscuit review with Hotter Biscuit, me, and Tin Man, streamed live on Twitch every other Tuesday. Make sure to check the description for useful links and feel free to leave a review. Thanks, everyone.